Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Cracker, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Yes, Crazy Dre Podcast Show. I'd like to thank Spotify. I'd like to thank uh, Apple Podcasts. I'd like to thank Buzzsprout for distributing my podcast. I'd like to thank the listeners out there who downloaded my podcast, over 200 podcast uh, episodes. So thank you for listening. As many of you know, I created this podcast for people with former disability that need a voice and i'm the guy that wanted to be heard so i almost did it for myself i subconsciously are doing it for other people in the, in the community that are not being heard because of their disability or the uh, uh in, inability to uh speak or or to be heard so this is my little way of getting to the real world and getting out there and trying to you know Say say something. I really everybody's has a voice, so I want my voice to be heard. As money as much as you guys know, uh, I usually have Ron or Sean with me. Uh, Ron is my uh, everyday life type of guy. He uh, has a form of disability himself. He uh, has a MD or muscular dystrophy. Uh, so. He uh, he's not here with me today. He's got other things to do. It's actually Cinco de Mayo day, folks. So today it's gonna be a little party time. I'm not gonna be drinking big. I'm a bit too old for that. Uh, or not too old, but maybe just getting tired of drinking. So if you're out there celebrating Cinco de Mayo, please play safe. Please be real. Uh. Get a DD or at least have one drink and then drink a lot of water. Water, water, water. Uh, so, yeah, we want to see you guys alive uh, for for the weekend and, and next week. So, please don't drink too much. And if you do drink, please be responsible. Saying that, folks, as much as you guys know, Sean's not here either. Sean has uh, got work to do and things to live by and things to to clear up in his own uh in his own life uh but uh Sean's my sports guy and he is a recovery uh alcoholic and he's over 4 months so let's applaud Sean out there if you're there good job little buddy uh as you would say I'm proud of you so Sean is uh doing very well Everything seems to be balancing for him real well. It seems like the universe is actually working with him, or he's working with the, he's wor- actually working with the universe. So good job, Sean. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I usually talk about politics or, or morals or ethics and all that, but I'm a sports guy too. So not having Sean here is a, is a bit of a challenge. Because he knows a lot of stats, he knows how to say or talk about stats, and and it makes the show a little bit run a little bit better at times. However, Sean is not a Detroit Tiger fan, so having him not on the show is a bit of a is a bit of a a a, a change of the world. Instead of dogging my Detroit Tigers or my Chicago Cubs, I love baseball, but I love Detroit. I'm a, I'm a Detroit guy. 
I love the Red Wings, the Pistons, the Detroit Lions. Don't know why we love Detroit Lions, but we just do. And then, of course, we love our Detroit Tigers. Uh, four World Series champions. 1984 was the last time. 1968 and 1945 and 1935. Four World Series champions. However, it's been a while. So, of course, as much of you guys know, who are baseball people in the state of Michigan. We had uh, a chance in 2012 and 2006. We lost to San Francisco Giants in 2012, and we lost to the Cardinals in 2006. Yes, that was a two not-so-great uh, World Series for us. So you guys must be wondering, so what's the big deal? The Tigers sucked. Well, all right, they do kind of suck, but they're turning things around. As many of you guys know, uh, we have uh, our manager, Hinge, who used to be an asteroid, and and Mr. Hinge uh, was part of that controversial uh, 2017 champions of the asteroids for because the asteroids cheated, supposedly cheated, to win the World Series. So, saying that, you know, you gotta, you know, he lost his job for that overall. So, saying that, he did have the guy named Verlander on that team. And Verlander is an old Tiger player that came back from surgery from Tommy John from a couple of years ago. He missed his whole year, almost, well, he missed. The first month of the year with an elbow, no, not elbow, but armpit injury or some sort. I'm not going to try and pronounce it. I'm not good at pronouncing words that that it doesn't come out my my mouth correctly. So, so, uh, so, but let's talk about the let's talk about the Mets. The last series among the Mets and the Mets. You know, they're relatively a, a very good team. The owner has spent a lot of money. Uh, Max Scherzer has been there for a year or two. Uh, Verlander is now there on their on their roster. But we'll talk about the first game of the of the series, Detroit that beat the Mets, sixty-five. Uh, Joey Wentz was our starting pitcher. He uh, he pitched six innings. He gave up nine hits, five runs, and uh, three home runs. And saying that, I mean, it w- it was, I mean, it was not really a great game for him. I think, you know, he's we're we're getting things around with our pitchers. We're we're at least trying to uh, uh, win games with our bullpen. A bullpen's been very good with Foley and Lane. Uh, those guys are really pulling, coming through uh, to, towards the late innings. But in the first inning, we had Baez, who singled to the right field. We had Green, single to center. And Haas, one of my favorite players in Detroit. Haas hits our three-run home run, 3-0. Uh, Looking great, 
This is something that we needed to start with right away against a good team. Uh, Tigers haven't played that well at home. Uh, by the end of the series, they're now 7-8. and eight, So they're, they're doing a lot better at home. And when you can win at home, that says a lot. So by the second inning, the Mets come back and Pham hits a home run. And then by the third inning, Baez hits a home run by himself. So now the score is 3-0. So nothing happens in the fourth. And in the fifth inning, Beatty for the New York Mets singles. Uh, for some reason, Green uh, has an error. And uh, Nito uh, then singles. And then Bailey scores on a on the second error by Abayes. So now the score is three to one. I'm sorry. Three to two. So so Linger, one of their star players, hits a home run, Nito scores, and now the score is five to four. So basically he I mean I'm telling you the Detroit Tigers sometimes shoots himself in the foot. Uh, previously in the Toronto series, you had Baez not understanding that there were only one out, and he's uh, running around bases as there's two outs, and then Hinge takes him out for, for, for the rest of the game in the Toronto series. But Detroit seems to do a lot of that dumb stuff, and it's a little bit annoying nuisance. If you're a Tiger fan and you just watch your team just relatively stink. But so by the sixth inning, nothing by the sixth inning, nothing happens. In the seventh inning, Baez hit is hit by the pitch. Uh Verlin, uh he was up to bat first, so he singles and then he goes to second base and then Haas hits a home run. So it's a three run home run and the score is sixty five. So that's how Detroit Tigers wins the first game. But saying that, Haas scores six, I think, no, I'm sorry. He scores five runs in one game. So Haas is your main man right now. I mean, he's he's kind of a glue. I mean, he. I feel like he could be a very uh, leader role uh, captain on a team if if he plays his cards right. Uh, I think the players are, are very uh, uh, well balanced around him. Uh, I didn't like the idea that last year they were sitting him out a lot. So I'm very happy that they're playing Haas more. And he's playing more under under the catchers. Well, he's playing more as a catcher, not as, as of a catcher, but playing more as being the catcher of Detroit. So, and then Lane shuts it down in the ninth inning, and the and and the Tigers win. So the Tigers are are on a one one game winning streak. They they have a lot of you know good positive um, energy, and uh, and they need it because they're playing a double header. And so the double header game, game two, on the Thursday game, you have. Michael Lorenzen and Max Scherzer. Now, 
Michael Lorenzen coming into the into this game, he had an ERA of seven. So to tell you the truth, he's not really hopeful. I was picking the Mets to win. I thought Max Scherzer's uh, suspension for ten games and uh, for using too much risin on his fingers or his gloves or wherever he had it to to make the ball more sticky, more control. Uh, when you have more control, you can throw the ball harder. I thought maybe it was a, a little uh, a little bluff in his situation. I thought maybe he was not really caught for too much rising. I thought maybe the umpire reacted too much. But saying that, I'm going to say this. So, so Max Scherzer is run out of the out of the stadium in three innings. So he gives up eight hits. He gives up six runs. He walks one guy, only three strikeouts and two home runs. Where Michael Lorenzen, he's got seven innings. He has one run. On his record for that game, he has two walks and one strikeout. So he he was basically he's not a strikeout guy, I guess, but he was basically getting the guys to fly out and get into double plays and and situations that made it easier for the Tigers to to take themselves or keep themselves in the game. So and basically, if you're able to get guys out through ground outs or fly outs you're basically pitching pretty well and you don't have to rely so much on striking people out but Michael Lorenzen you know probably pitched his best game of his career in Detroit and it, it seems that uh, I've heard that he pitches pretty well against the Mets so if you took the Tigers to win that game you're very lucky uh, I think Max Scherzer is going to have a better game in the second time around after the suspension. So I wouldn't bet against Max Scherzer, especially at home. Uh, so, for example, in the first inning of the game, McKinsey walks, Green singles, and then McKinsey on second base. So then Bias flies out, uh, Matten and sacrifices to outfield, and then McKenzie scores. So, so McKenzie went to third on a Baez flyout, and then Matten uh, sacrificed, and then Baez, uh, McKenzie sco- uh, scores. Perkinson doubles, and then Green scores. So now the score is 3-0. I'm sorry, 2-0. And then on a, in, the, in the second inning, Haas comes back and hits a solo home home run, and now it's three zero. And then in the fourth inning, Alonzo for the Mets walks Volks. And then uh, what happens is that Volksbuck he actually has a double, and then Alonzo scores. And uh, so in the bottom of the of the of the fourth. Badu singles and then Verlin home runs and then scores five to one Detroit. 
And then Abanez also then singles while McKinsley also singles. And then when Green is up to bat, and then he singles to right or left field, uh, McKinstry then scores. So the score is then 6-1. to one. So by the eighth inning, this is where it tears up again. Torkinson then score, uh, singles, Hassan doubles, and then Torkinson goes to third base. And then Baez singles and then sends Torkinson and Haas score to make it 8-1. to one. And then Foley closes the game. Now, I said a lot of stuff, but you know what? I'm going to tell you this. This is the first time the Detroit Tigers scored a lot of runs. Well, that's not true. In baseball, everyone's scoring runs. But this is the first time that I think the Detroit Tigers held an opponent to like one run to eight, eight to one in a, in a long time. Now, I will tell you that baseball right now is a lot of friendly scoring, a lot of runs going in. Runs are 13 and nine. Uh, it's just, it's bizarre to watch it. It's bizarre to watch more runs and the batting averages like 245, 250. It's a little higher than it was last year, but I'm an old school kind of guy. I don't believe that a good baseball game is like 42, maybe 63, 1-0. I like pitching. I like the old school bullpen stuff. I just like that atmosphere. I just like that old school stuff about baseball. But in today's time, you got to keep scoring. In today's time, you just got to keep moving on. Uh, but the other story of the same pace, of the same series, is the Justin Verlander. And Verlander is coming back from a, a of an injury. Uh, in the offseason, he uh, won the World Series with the uh, Asteroids. He's basically uh, an ace pitcher, uh, one of the Detroit Tigers' best pitchers of all time. Uh, he was traded by Alex Avila of a horrible trade. I don't even understand the trade in itself. We gave up him to get a lot of prospects that didn't pan out. So, and of course, our farm system at that point wasn't up to date. But recently, we've got a couple guys coming in through the farm system, Triple A baseball, Single A baseball. Uh, we got the White Caps on Single A baseball in West Michigan, so that, that's kind of always fun to watch guys develop but saying that Justin Verlander had a five inning day he gave up two home runs in the first inning to Green and Baez and that basically was the scoring of the game that was it but however our pitcher Mr. Adorando Rodriguez is coming on strong. He is very in tune. He's very, I mean, he's just pitching a lot better than he did last year. Uh, he pitched eight innings, gave up two hits, no runs, no, no earned runs, nine strikeouts, 
one walk. You can't say much about that, but it was fantastic. And then Alex Lane saves the game. Phenomenal. All right. This is one of those things that as a Tiger fan, you're kind of pumped up about. Of course, Verlander's coming out of injury. Max Scherzer's coming out of suspension. Was a more uh, circumstantial wins for Detroit based on the Mets uh, situation, probably. But a win's a win. It's closer to uh, being a well-developed team. Um, I think Hinge has got the team kind of playing together better. They He has more of a control of the team. Uh, he expects players to to be responsible for their actions. So saying that, you know, Detroit's got a, a series against the Cardinals and Cardinals is I think the Cardinals is one of my favorite teams. They have they always had a farm they have they always have a farm system that that has developed players. Uh they always seem to be the favorite to win the division. So, you never know what's going to happen with Detroit or the Cardinals. Uh, I don't. I I know that the Cardinals aren't playing that well. Uh, you know, you can't be good every year in baseball. Well, you can at least try, unless you're Tampa Bay Rays, who are on who are on fire. They're like the first team to hit 26 wins this year. Um, can't say enough about uh, where they play. No one's watching their games, so still don't understand that in itself. But going back to Detroit, we have for tonight's game, we have Matthew Boyd as a starter. He's 1-2 and two with a 5.47 ERA. He's got 24 innings under his belt. 25 hits on him, 22 strikeouts, 11 walks. He gives up a lot of home runs. He's got four. And then you got Jordan Montgomery. Again, speech impairment. Now you know why I created this podcast. For other people out there that see that, that we want to be involved with everyday stuff, everyday life. So. Jordan Montgomery. So you need to break those the name down if you can. Uh, he's got 35 innings, 35 hits on him, 32 strikeouts, eight walks, and one home run given up. Uh, he's got a two and four record. His ERA is 3.34. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. The Tigers are, as a group, batting 225. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals are are hitting at 257. Detroit has 104 runs, 229 hits, uh, 26 home runs, uh, on base percentage, 0.291. Uh, the bullpen. Is at four point five two. So, compared to the St. Louis, 
Cardinals, they have a .257 batting average. They have 135 runs in total, hits of 281, 35 home runs, and their bullpen's at 4.70. But they walk 113, where the Tigers have walked 86. Tigers are very low in strikeouts at 229. Cardinals are at 288. And then the opponent's batting average for the Tigers. So when the when players when the other opponent is hitting against the Tigers, the Tigers pitchers have a two point two three six batting average against Detroit. So that's pretty good. Where the Cardinals allows .274 batting average against their opponents. So the Tigers are on a three-game winning streak. Cardinals are on a five-losing game losing streak. Something's got to give. I I almost would pick the Tigers to lose by two runs over the Cardinals. If you're picking over-unders of the average of the, if you do FanDuel or DraftKings, I would have the Tigers lose by two runs or two and a half runs. But you're not going to make a lot of money that way. But obviously, if you do gamble, start small and gather little bits and bits here and there. And uh, I would, if I was a gambling man, I would pick, certain teams and only certain teams and follow the their their batting average their their ERA average their everything that you need to know about those two teams and then the opponents that you the teams played against you should know their ERAs the batting average who's hurt who's not that's what I would do just stick to only certain teams that you are very confident about I wouldn't gamble in a way where you just start randomly pick teams based on records. That doesn't always work that way. Uh, I lost yesterday because of the Pirates beat. I mean, the Pirates lost to Tampa Bay Rays by one run. Uh, a couple of nights ago, uh, Tampa scored 14-6 to against the Pirates. So you never know. So... There you have it, folks. That's my baseball uh, review. I'm going at 27 minutes. Uh, that, that wasn't that long. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to develop a a podcast for everything that I try to do. So uh, everything I'm learning now, I'm trying to be. So someday I might be able to be a sports broadcaster or sports analyst kind of guy. You know, I don't know if my speech pyramid will affect uh, opportunities, but uh, hopefully it doesn't. Uh, so uh, I'd like to thank Buzzsprout for distributing my podcast. I'd like to thank uh, Apple and Spotify and and any other uh, platforms out there who who have my Crazy Dre podcast show. Come back 
listen to more baseball, more politics, more life journey stuff. Uh, Shaw might be back sometime this weekend. It is Cinco de Mayo again. So play safe. Uh, drink responsibility. Responsible. Uh, remember, life is a lot more fun when you're on a planet than being buried six feet under or cremated. So saying that, peace, love, and have a good weekend. And thank you for listening to my little itsy bitsy podcast. But we're we're working on it, folks. We are working on it.